I, I'm sorry. I, I don't even know who's paying, playing in the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> but you can bet I'm watching. So good on you, Bad Boy Mowers. Good on you. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. Welcome to episode number 128 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, is the staff sergeant of scarves, sweaters, and soft-shell jackets, <laughs> the good doctor of Coshocton, Ohio, Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you this fine morning? You know what? I'm doing really well. Love this uh, time of year. It's like there's there's like energy in the air for our business because it's when we make hay, and then but then it's almost on the cusp of, hey, it's going to start in the downturn. We can start planning for next year. I always enjoy that. So, yeah, I'm doing well. You? Same. Uh, winding things up, budgeting for next year and, and getting ready to and not necessarily wind down, but just, you know, ready for the next challenge next year. And I know yeah. I know how you know exactly how that goes. And, you know, if you have a challenge in packaging, Kirby, do you have any idea where you might go in the industry? Oh, please tell me, Bill. Uh, Kirby, I'm glad you need me to tell you because I would – not only suggest, I would force you to go immediately to chameleon-like. You know, a lot of people are jack-of-all-trades and really masters of none from the supplier side in your industry. But what I love about chameleon-like, and I know you know this as well, they are laser-focused on journals, notebooks, folders, and really what I want to talk about today, gift boxes. Mm. You and I both received some really cool things from chameleon-like uh, just to get an idea of the quality of their design and how they match that creativity with process. And there's nothing better in this industry from a packaging perspective than what Chameleon Likes able to provide. Oh man, it was so cool. The the die cut around the product. And, you know, one of the things, you know, I talk about is marketing joy. I mean, when people mm-hmm. get that, in, like, when you're your prospects, your customers, all them, they get that in the mail. It is truly like a little piece of Christmas morning. It really is. And, you know, you, you there's a bit of theater when you open that box. Yes. A bit, and, and so you combine theater and the mystery of what's inside. I can't wait to see. That really is delivering marketing joy. So I know a lot of other distributors out there are looking to set themselves apart from the competition and elevate the promo that they're selling to their clients. There's really no better way to do that. And then to work with a company like Chameleon, like in terms of making sure that the initial reaction that people have is really that wow. So go ahead and over there to uh, your internet browser and type in chameleonlike.com. Pierre and Alex over there will be more than happy to help you out. In fact, they'd be crushed if you didn't go over there. I can almost hear them silently weeping now, which is weird because if someone's silently weeping, I don't know how one could hear them, but that's beside the point. <laughs> you need to go over to Chameleon Like right now. Pierre and Alex ready to help you out. I love it. I All love right, it, man. Kirby, are you ready to broadcast at a peppermint mocha level today? <laughs> man, that is something to aspire to. I love it. It really is. Well, why don't you go ahead and start us off today? Okay. Um, let's go outside of the industry, if that's okay. Kirby, um, it's your dime. It's your dance floor. All right, sweet. So... Uh, just because it is uh, timely, mm-hmm. you know, the college football playoff, the four teams have been <laughs> announced. Yep. And I, um, you know, obviously Notre Dame, Clemson, mm-hmm. Alabama, mm-hmm. and uh, who was the fourth team? 
Uh, Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. The Sooners from Oklahoma. Yeah, so those are the four teams. What do you think about the college football playoffs? Four teams, did they get the four teams right? Do uh, is four teams enough? I know we're not a sports talk show; we can make it quick. But I'm just curious to get your your take. Yeah, and, and this is kind of a conversation uh, I knew was going to happen today because it went online, and you, me, Josh Robbins, who uh, you know, we'll talk about Josh Robbins and the good people of Vault Promotions here in, in a few minutes uh, as they're our sponsor for fill in the blank. But um, you know, we we start talking about it on Facebook, and so here's my thing: if it's a four-team playoff, they probably got it right. There's always going to be someone's ass who's hurting because they got left out. Yep. Um, you know, no one likes to be second place, or in this case, fifth place. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've never understood, you know, knowing that college sports is not as pure as we would all like to think it is. <laughs> it is 100% driven by money, and if you don't believe it, watch the NCAA basketball tournament. I've never understood how you could not have a 16-team playoff. Um, in fact, I would even argue you could probably go further. But let's say a 16-team playoff and still incorporate the bowl structure of course. to that. You could have, you know, you know, they have that now. Basically, you have, uh, I think they play in the Cotton Bowl and then the Sugar Bowl, or, and then they end up in the Rose Bowl. or they, they rotate that out, I know. But there's four bowls that are involved in, in that the, the playoffs. Um, there's no way. There's no. E, there's no hard way to expand yeah. that out. It is so easy. I don't know what the reason is. And in the again, knowing the NCAA as well as I do, and which is not very well, but it's about money. And they have done the math, and they make more money under the current structure than they would if they went to an eight-team playoff or a sixteen-team playoff. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. It's the old follow the money. Yeah, I, I to me, and don't get me wrong. I mean, sixteen is. It's fine. I actually don't think 16 is necessary. I think eight is fine. Um, but I've said eight from day one. Like literally the, when it came out, I'm like, oh, it just makes sense. Because once you're outside of the top 10, I don't think – I think that's a reasonable um, – and it would allow you in a super easy way. Because one of, one of the things that they complain about all the time, I mean, is that, you know, you've got a conference champion that doesn't make it in, right? Right. So with eight teams, you just go, okay, five power conferences, three at large, the end. Like, it, to me, this is so easy to solve that I don't understand. I know you say follow the money. They could totally make money. And the branding opportunities, the marketing opportunities, the advertising. I mean, like, to me, this is this is one of those things where, you know, I always say that smarter people than me have thought about this. Right. I'll be honest with you. When the NCAA is involved, I'm not sure that's true. No. Again, <laughs> again I, I, to me, it's always follow the money with them. It's always follow the money. I mean, really, if you look at college football and college basketball, it's really a, a minor league development system for the pro leagues. Yeah. Um, so, but obviously, um, you know what? Who knows? I, yep. I, do they get okay. the four teams right? Sure. Why not? I, yep. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I should. I, I don't. I'm not a huge Notre Dame guy, and I don't think they played anybody of substance. Um, Clemson, the only team they played of substance was Texas A&M, and Texas A&M should have beat them. Yep. Um, didn't. So I, I think – I unfortunately think we're headed for a Clemson uh, a, a Clemson-Alabama national championship game, and, uh, you know, probably Alabama will win by 87 points. Cool. Okay. That's enough on that. All right, Kirby, I'm going to pull you back into the industry. So come with me okay. on a journey back to the promotional products industry. Are you willing to do that? I am excited to do that. Excellent. So I'm sure you saw the announcement. It was a pretty big splash by our friends over at Proforma. Yeah. They um, announced that they have a new technology platform over there called ProVision 2. 
Um, uh, and, you know, full disclosure, I did work for about eight or nine months over at Proforma, helped uh, train and onboard their new owners. So I do have a relationship with the people there. Uh, so they have this new business management and technology platform, $10 million investment over the last two, three years, which is, uh, look, I don't have that much money laying around. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure you do as the mayor of Coshocton. <laughs> But I, I didn't. I don't really want to talk about Provision just because I don't know enough about it to speak intelligently about it. I'm sure it's a great tool for their owners and so on and so forth. I really want to talk more in a macro sense um, when you have companies like Proforma clearly investing a lot of money in technology. Uh, I assume Halo has done the same thing. We see companies that are focused completely on that, like Common Skew, who's a friend of the program. Right. What do you see? I'm going to ask you to get out your I – I, I know you don't have a crystal ball, and I know you don't have a Whataburger Magic 8 ball, which is a real travesty. But I'm going to ask you to kind of look in the future for the next 12 months. What do you see the future of those technology platforms of in our industry? Yeah, so one of the things that I love seeing is like the the idea of the promo standards piece mm-hmm. coming into it with our friend John Norris. Yep. I know David Schultz has had some, and how Common Skew is a part of that. I'm sure that um, what I love, and honestly, what I really like is I'm seeing Proforma do, and I admire you know their tenacity. Mm-hmm. Is I like to see that they are sort of using their technology and their. Um, this new piece, the provision, mm-hmm. as a part of a recruitment tool. Like they're right. just saying, look, the, the tech is so important. Yeah. The technology is so important in our industry today that it's worth ch- jumping ship. It's worth coming to a different place to do business because it can have such an impact. I mean, that's one of the things that Proforma is sort of talking about is, look, it, if you do this, it will, you know, the beta group increase sales by this much, increase right. profit by this much. And so my crystal ball is I think more and more and more the technology is going to drive. Even like I think when a long time – when I say a long time ago, a couple years ago, um, you know, you thought technology in our industry, you thought e-commerce. Right. And, and I think that that – though that is certainly a piece of it, that's only a piece of it. Yeah. Um, and by using this technology to better serve clients creatively, that's where I think that the tech really – kind of comes into play. I, I actually agree with you here. Um, I, I think the e-commerce platforms, are there are several of them out there. They're very good. I think the real future of, of tech in our industry and companies that are going to be successful is that business, ma- business management side of things. You look at every company that's really growing or every organization, and it's not just uh, the performers of the world. It's buying groups like Facilis. Mm-hmm. It's your traditional distributorships. Uh, like a halo it's companies like a common skew where it's a complete technology platform and that is the business model mm-hmm. those are the companies that really seem to be growing pretty pretty wildly right now and if you're not on a platform from a distributor perspective that is going to help you manage your business mm-hmm. is going to make it easier for you to do the things that make you money you know greg musillo one of the things i always loved that he said um, there are too many people focused on $20 an hour work when they yes. need to be focused on $500 an hour work. And, and I know you've borrowed that and I've borrowed mm-hmm. it and stolen it. It's a great mindset. Yeah. And, and I think any business, mo- any business platform really needs to do that. And I know, I know Comiskeys does it and I know the Facilis, uh, their, um, 
they're the uh, I forget the name of it, but the at ease at ease uh, does that, and I'm sure Proformas does as well. So it's just very interesting to see all the investment from leading companies in our industry on that technology piece, and, and in some cases a primary focus. So I, I agree with you. I think that's a huge thing, um, and not just as a recruitment tool, but really to make it easier for the individual salesperson to to make more money. Well, and I think what you're seeing, at least in my mind, I'm seeing where more and more the technology is being used where it gets people to be um, in their kind of zone of genius, if that yeah. makes sense. Because yeah. I like I, there are people in my organization that are so much better at doing the um, the detail work, right? Right. Um, but, you know, the right technology allows me to go do what I do best, which, quite frankly, we've talked about it in yeah. on this and talked about it in our teams. Like, I need to get in front of people. Right. That's where I bring the most value to my company. But having the right software and tech platform allows me to do that without right. missing the details. Well, and I think the bottom line is, you know, whether it's Distributor Central or Skew or Proforma or Halo or Facilis or any number of companies, there are so many options out there. Uh, what a great time to be a distributor. Yes. And really be able to align your business with an organization or technology that really will help you become all you can be. So what a what a what a great time to be alive, Kirby. I agree. I agree. All right, Kirby, what do you got for us? Let's go another topic. Okay, let's do it. Um so this is more uh from a social media content um perspective. Okay. You know, I've had some discussions here lately, um, both locally and, and, you know, you see the discussion nationally. I actually kind of, to transition, I believe this is an amazing time to be alive. I think that we have tools in front of us from a business perspective, from a personal branding perspective that our great grandparents just couldn't even imagine. Right. Um, and so I think that's amazing. One of the things that I think is a a challenge that we have is that in this, you know, I joke about it. It's like the best thing is that everybody has a voice and the worst thing is that everybody has a voice. Yeah, we both said that. Absolutely. And, but one of the things I see is that we are confusing opinion and fact Mm -hmm. in, you know, in debate in just where people will put stuff out there. And I think that's where the concept of the quote unquote fake news comes from is they put things out that just are blatantly not true. Right. And I think that that is one of the challenges we, like, regardless of industry, right? As we develop the voice, as we develop, you know, we get the microphone. Right. We need to make sure we're being responsible with the microphone. And so I wanted to see sort of your take on that and sort of how we, how we, change that how we you know what i mean because the more voices the more hard it is to go okay but where is the source you don't you don't that that i hear so you're saying you can't uh this is an issue that's unfixable in my opinion uh the the horse has already left the barn and whatever other analogy you want to put on it because now everybody is a media company it's something you and i have spoken about everybody is a is a media provider Everybody walks around with a magical recording device in their pocket. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything is basically up for grabs in terms of what is newsworthy and what is not newsworthy. Um, so a couple things when I think about what you're saying. So you look at it from a social media perspective. Um, a lot of times the loudest voice wins because mm-hmm. it's loud and, and there's a lot of noise out there. Right. Um, if you look at it from a broader perspective, you know, what's news and what's not, 
I don't know where the real line of delineation is or was, Kirby, but at some point, news ceased being a public trust and became a TV show focused on ratings. And, and right. that's, that's unfortunately a very sad truth. Um, so, you know, I, I remember growing up, and especially looking back, I knew that Walter Cronkite was a Democrat, but he mm. never put that out there. Right. You know, it was very, you know, you'd watch Walter Cronkite and you'd get the news delivered to you in a straight way. I always felt that way with Peter Jennings as well. Mm. Um, now I feel like, you know, they have these little matrices, and I'm sure you've seen them. Like this news organization is just a little left of center, and this one's a little right of center, and this one's far right of center and all <laughs> this. And so it's really, unfortunately, because there is so much news out there and there's so many ways to consume it, there is no way to really delineate what is news, what is fake news, and what is real news. Yeah, I think the big thing is just um, trying to discern maybe as – and maybe that's – because we, you're right. We can't control what people say. So what, what can you control right. is discerning fact from opinion because I'm actually totally cool with you having an opinion. Right. I'm not well, cool with If it's an opinion-based show, sure. Yeah, but I'm not cool with you passing the opinion off as fact. Well, and that's, that's the that's the part that, that I struggle with. And I agree, that's the problem. You know, I I've I've said this a million times to a million different people, maybe a slight exaggeration. <laughs> but but you know, there's there's 10% on the far left that's very vocal. There's 10% on the far right that's very vocal, and then there's the 80% of us in the middle just wanting to make our own decisions. I right. don't need to be pandered to or catered to. I don't need to watch a specific uh, uh, news channel because they're going to feed exactly what I want to consume. Right. I just want news where I can get the facts. That's all I want. All I want are the facts. And I think that's what you want, what you're saying as well. I want the facts so that I can make my and formulate my own opinion. Right, right now, that's not how news is. And our kids are growing up in a society where they are told what they should be thinking. Yeah. Not hear the facts. What do you think? Right. We don't yeah. ask that anymore. We want to tell people what they think, and that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I, well, the only thing I'd say about that is from a kid's perspective, I actually think that that's been going on for a long time. I think that the, the specific you know, news per se yeah. has been, a, has been a shift, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I, it, I know it, I, I hijacked your topic. It was more no, it's, social it's, media. It's, no, it's totally good. It's just, it's just one of those things where like I had this discussion the other day where it, it was very specific where somebody was saying, well, there are no jobs in mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's just empirically false. Yeah. It's just not true. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that in those moments, that's where I struggle. I'm like, you're totally re- entitled to your opinion, but don't, put out there things that, I mean, are provably false. Well, I <laughs> That's think, where I struggle. I think what we learn is you never let the facts get in the way of an opinion <laughs> you want to put forward. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's there's so there's so that, Kirby. All right. Yes. Um, good topic. Good topic. So I want to do a couple quick ones. Yep. Um, number one, uh, I think we'd be, just want to touch very quickly on this, would be tone deaf. Um, the death of uh, President Bush, uh, 41st mm. president. Yeah. All I wanted to say about that is, regardless of your politics, and, and I don't want to get into political discussion, I refuse to get drawn off sides here, Kirby, so don't even try. Okay. Um, but I will say the grace and dignity in, in which that man held the office and uh, the way his family spoke about him 
what an incredible uh, testament to uh, what we should all aspire to be as human beings. Uh, certainly a give, you talk about, and this is your line, you know, we're in a give first economy. You talk about a give first person. Um, yeah, he was a one-term president, but boy, I think history will, will remember him very kindly. Totally agree. I think that, um, you know, this, again, this is not a political statement either. The world could use more dignity and grace. Yes, and I could. think he, he and his family have, uh, have shown us the way. So yep, I agree. No question. So I just wanted to touch on that. So yep. um, probably just as important as the death of the 41st president, um, Pantone re, re, uh, <laughs> put out their color of the year yesterday. Did you see this, Kirby? I, I actually did. I, I, I'm usually super late to the to the party on that, but yeah. I saw. I think it was Janet McMaster posted <laughs> something about it, and I was like, "Oh, hey!" I, it, I, yeah. it it most certainly was the lovely and talented Janet McMaster. And so, for those of you waiting with bated breath, um, the Pantone color of the year is sixteen fifteen forty six, living coral, living coral, everyone. Um, Ooh, who gives a shit? I'm sorry. <laughs> I said this on Janet's post. It's a lovely color. It's fine. But I've never once in my almost 20 years in this industry had a client say, you know, we really want to be on trend. Can we do something that is reflective of the Pantone color of the year? <laughs> Have, I, I, so, and, and we, I think this is, an, this is now becoming an annual conversation with us. Yep. So very briefly, are you going to – share this wonderful creative news with your clients today. Uh, I, I will not be probably talking about that. Although, you know, it, it, my pushback would be I could see where, again, especially let's just put it this way, Bill, you and I both know I'm writing a blog every day. And when you're scra- scraping for um, topics every single day, I, like as you said it, I'm like, I guess I could do a blog post about that um, because it does show that you are on the forefront of trends. Um, I kind of come with you on this in the sense that that's not something I've ever cared about, but it does show you're paying attention to your own industry. And so I could see where um, depending on the kind of client and the kind that's, of salesperson you were, that, that that might be a part of the topic. That's what I was going to say. Depending on the kind of client, yeah, I can see there's some slight merit sort of kind of maybe <laughs> sharing this. It just seems like such a silly announcement to me. I'm sorry. Of course. And, and I'd like to understand who is in charge of deciding this. Yeah. I'd like to get on there. I'd like to be part of this. So yeah. Pantone people, if you're listening, uh, my contact information is bill at promocorner.com. I'd really like to be part of the 2019 selection committee for uh, the Pantone color of the year. I don't know. How, is it is like a trilateral commission? Is it? <laughs> it's like uh, the college football playoff. Yeah. I, I really want to understand that. It's like, again, and, and I always make this analogy. When you go to Vegas for PPAI Expo, right? You 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 take you, you land your plane on your plane. You get on the train to go get your baggage, right? And in my case, you get two bags: one for clothes, one for shoes. <laughs> as you as you walk through the terminal at McCarran Airport in Vegas, all these ads for so many. There's so many restaurants, so there's ads just assaulting you. And and if let's say it's a steakhouse, voted Vegas's best steakhouse. My immediate thought is, okay, who's deciding that? Yep. I mean, because everybody, every by the way, every steakhouse in Vegas, completely award-winning. Best yeah. one ever. <laughs> That's what this feels like to me, Kirby. Yep. Hey, I've got a quick question for you, Kirby. What's that, Bill? 
What is one of the most challenging things you have to sell as a distributor? I mean, something that you just completely run away from. I don't want to deal with it. What a pain in the butt. I'll tell you what, Bill. Badges make me crazy. I knew you were going to say badges. You know why, Kirby? Badges make everyone crazy. They make everybody completely bonkers, bananas, and nutso. Bonkers, bananas, and nutso. Wow. That's correct. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. By the way, that should be a website. Bonkersbananasandnutso.com. But anyway, badges are difficult to sell. You know, yep. Even though you know all your clients use them, they're a pain because they're always onesies, twosies. Everyone has to be customized individually, and your client generally wants them very, very quickly. So the good people at Vault Promotions, Josh Robin and his team, they've really focused on how do they solve that problem, and they have created what they call the Badge Vault Program. They buy badges at very cost-effective bulk prices, and then they release them online one or two at a time as your clients need them. It's all end-user-friendly. It's built completely completely internally from the ground up so the distributor can sell that program and kind of like a Ron Popeil rotisserie chicken thing you set it and you forget it you let the client run everything else they have complete control over it they administer everything until the inventory runs low you sell them some more badges and then you just sit there counting your sweet money I love it that's so good man so go ahead and head over to Kirby's favorite website these days, badgesmakemecrazy.com. You're going to see free setups, free specs, free sites, free sample kits. There's so much free there, I can't even say the word free for as many times as I need to. Go over to badgesmakemecrazy.com. You won't be sorry you did. Go sell some badges. Kirby, are you ready for some outstanding fill-in-the-blank today? I am. I am. I have, a, I have a theme for you today. Okay, why don't you go ahead and fire us off with that theme? Okay, so the theme, I love the concept uh, a couple weeks ago when you said that Chameleon-like had crushes, like other mm -hmm. supplier crushes. I just yep. thought that was a cool concept. Yep. And so today, uh, your theme is company crushes. All right. I'm okay. looking forward to being embarrassed. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so within the industry, your supplier crush is? Um, for a long time, it, it's been uh, Auric Audio. I will tell you, um, and I, that's still a, so I'm going to do hard goods, I'm going to do apparel, okay? Okay. Hard goods, it's Auric Audio. I think what, what they've brought into the industry a few years ago, um, you know, with the packaging and uh, the low minimums and uh, no subcharges, I, I hate the phrase game changer just because I think it's overused, but I think it's really impacted the industry and, and, and forced a lot of suppliers to think differently on, on how they approach that and how they're decorating using more digital and things like that. So I'd say Orgadio, but I'd also throw Gold Bond in there. I think they do some really great work. Hmm. Um, I'd also throw in our good friends at uh, Imagine Brands. I think they do some great work. So okay. that would be on the hard goods side. On the, on the apparel side, I'm going to go all in on SNS Activewear. Okay. I think what they are doing is amazing. They're growing really quickly, but they're doing it in a measured way. They're opening up warehouses and key locations, so it's not going to impact shipping times to uh, distributors and therefore end user clients. They've got some great brands uh, along with them. So those are the those are the ones I really look at. Do you okay. want to add to that, or just leave it as you know, leave it alone? I, I think what you just said was great. All right. So Kirby, I have a non-industry themed. Uh, fill in the blank for you okay. we're going to talk it is college football bowl season kirby <laughs> okay and we are going to talk about college football bowls when you think of college football bowl games you immediately think of blank 
Uh, I always think of New Year's Day. Okay. Um, so I and I think that you know for me, sort of the New Year's Day bowls, no matter who's playing in them, I always enjoy that because it's always sort of the day after, you know, that party, the New Year's Eve. You know, where you get after it a little bit and, you know, it's like New Year's Day is a little bit of a clean slate. You're kind of lazy. You're laying around. You watch whoever's playing mm-hmm. in the Rose Bowl and, and you know, those games on New Year's Day. The, like, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not watching the, you know, pepper, the pumpkin spice bowl or whatever. Um, you better on, not. Yeah, the December 11th. or right. I, Generally speaking, I've got too many other things going on. Right. But to me, those real bowl games, those ones that really – have tradition and matter. Mm-hmm. New Year's Day. It's that, it. that lazy day. That's a good one. That's a good one, Kirby. Okay, so you've talked about your supplier crush. Mm-hmm. So your distributor crush in the industry is? Icebox in Atlanta. Mm. Uh, yeah. Wow, they do some really, really forward-thinking, cutting-edge stuff. Um I'm going to say brand fuel as well, but we always say brand fuel. <laughs> so I'm really going to try to branch out here. Um, and, and I know the guys at Icebox a little bit, not nearly as well as I know Robert Fiveash and Danny Rosen over at brand fuel. But I will say the stuff over at Icebox, what they're doing is, is pretty spectacular. Um, I'd also say Robin Promotions, very quietly, mm. one of the uh, more cutting-edge companies in our industry, uh, led by Eric Granada, who's, who's a friend of ours. You know, very quietly in Oklahoma, they're doing some pretty radical stuff over there. So I'd say those are my two distributor crushes, Kirby. I'm going to go all in on Icebox and Robin Promotions. Love it, love it. I would throw, uh, just in addition to the ones that we always mention, uh, is it In Tandem? Yes. With Sarah? Sarah Webb down in Atlanta, Georgia, In Tandem. Yes, I know Sarah very well. I know you do as well. Yeah. Uh, she she is while well, you talk about someone who's uh, grown rapidly and grown responsibly, she's the poster child for that. Yep, cool stuff. All right, Kirby, you will watch blank bowl games during the college football bowl season. I will probably watch four, four or five. You know, I'll watch probably at least you know kind of on the side side. I'll watch the you know the semifinals and the finals sure. three. I'll certainly watch the Buckeyes. Uh, I think they're playing in the Rose Bowl. And so that's that's four. So I'd say let's call it six because okay. I'll probably watch one or two more. Yeah, you'll pick after up that. a couple here or there. Yeah, yeah. So I would say like I'm not one of those people who, and, and candidly, you know me well enough. I struggle to sit still long enough to watch right. a full football game anyway. Right. Um, so I love having it on and maybe watching it while I'm on the treadmill, that sort of thing. But right. prob- probably probably t- tops six. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. So now now th- this is not out. This can be inside the industry or outside of the industry. I'm going to give you a full reign. Your online company crush is? I I hate to say it, but the first one that popped into my mind was really Amazon. Um, Boy, you talk about, uh, wow, could you be more predictable? (laughs) Um, Actually, you know what? I'm I'm going to actually. Okay, I'm going to guess your shift. Can I guess? Yeah. Can I guess? Yeah. Carvana. No. Oh, I missed. Okay. No. Um, although that would be a good one. Yep. I'm going to go untuck it. Ooh, okay. Untuck it. I, I am almost at the point now where I exclusively wear untuck it shirts. Nice. Um, I like the look. The cut looks fairly good on me, at least I think so. So I guess so people <laughs> to judge. Um, I really like the shirts, and they have a really very cool online experience that's, that's pretty frictionless when it comes to buying apparel. And, which is, I, I think, always a challenge uh, when you're selling something online is is something that is size, you know, contingent. So yeah. I'm going to go um, 
Amazon just because they changed the game. Yep. But I'd say right now it's Untuck It. Love it. Cool. Untuck it. Kirby. No matter how bored you are during the bowl season, no matter the one team you refuse to watch is? The one team I refuse to watch. You know, it's funny. I, I don't know that there is. I mean, I think as an Ohio State fan, you'd expect me to say the Wolverines. I was waiting for Michigan, yes. I yeah, was. but uh, candidly, it's funny. I, I, I think I'm like a lot of people. I'm... I root for the conference uh-huh. when they're not playing us, right? Okay. Like so, yeah. so like I, I because I, I think from an intellectual perspective, it just makes sense, right? Like so, if the Big Ten, I'm rooting for the Big Ten. If they do well in the bowl season, then that bodes well for the team I'm rooting for. Right. And so, yeah, there's really not a team that, like, once we're not playing the Wolverines, I hope they win. Um, just because I think it it works with my agenda. <laughs> no, I I totally get that. I totally get that. All right, good answer, Kirby. All right, final crush. Um, local company, someplace around you that you have a crush on that you enjoy doing business with is? Burger Up. Nice, okay. Yeah, it's a uh, local uh, burger place, clearly called Burger Up, <laughs> um, but they source all their ingredients locally, and everything is fresh, fresh, fresh. Nice. I'm going to say that, and then um, when I'm buying things, there's a, there's a actual butcher um, about two miles from my house called Carnivore, and mm. uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Love that name. <laughs> they uh, I, right when we moved here, they started their business, and so I actually became friends with the the family a little bit. They came from South Africa and emigrated over here, and they have grown to the point where they've had to change. They've now in their fourth location in six years. That's how fast wow. they've grown, and they are so. So cool over there. So burger up from going out to eat, but uh, just from a retail perspective, I, I, I guess I'd say, oh, you know what? God, I've got another one too. There's Good. a spice shop uh, in downtown Franklin that I go to all the time. <laughs> Is it I, called pumpkin spice? No, shut your shut your <laughs> dirty mouth. It's just called the spice shop. It's called Savory Spice Shop, and they grind their own spices. They uh, they have this great hickory and alderwood smoked salt. So it's like a campfire in a bottle. So. Uh, Savory Spice Shop, downtown Main Street, Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, Carnivore, which is uh, in also almost downtown Franklin in a, in a place called The Factory. And then Burger Up. See, I can't just I, – I'm not – I'm now taking the Kirby role and not playing by your rules. <laughs> it's totally fine. Totally Kirby, fine. the winner of the college football national championship will be blank. UCF. Um, not possible. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um by the way, one of the reasons there should be an 18 playoff. But anyway, they would um, get creamed, and they would. But they should have the shot because they no, haven't lost in two years. Doesn't matter. They haven't lost in two years. Anyway, uh, I would say it's you know I think the betting behind it would be Alabama. Yep. Um, I don't think they're as unbeatable as they've looked based on you know because they they've played some some good teams, but. Um, right. I don't think they're quite as un, undefeatable as ESPN would have you believe, um, but I, I think they're probably the odds-on favorite. So probably Alabama. Uh, I, I think any fool who picks against Alabama is exactly that, Kirby, a fool. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Kirby, so a little rapid fire for you as we close up this platinum edition. I, I'm sorry. We were going to go for peppermint mocha. I think we've hit platinum. This platinum <laughs> edition of Unscripted. It's about bowl games, and I want to know, again, I'm going to give you two choices. You just simply pick one of them. It's very, very easy. And this is kind of themed, if you remember, when the bowls started to get sponsored. Yep. Things got a little weird 
Um, and now every team plays in a bowl, basically. And so my original thought behind this is, I remember, I still remember to this day the Poland Weed Eater Bowl, um, (laughs) which is no longer Poland. The Poland Weed Eater Company does not sponsor a bowl anymore. But some of these are a little wacky, which I love. All right, are you ready? Yes. The Outback Bowl or the VRBO Citrus Bowl? (laughs) The Outback Bowl. The Hyundai Sun Bowl or the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl? <laughs> Hyundai, whatever, the Hyundai Bowl. <laughs> I, had, I had a good time with this one. I'm not going to yeah. lie. The, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl or the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl? <laughs> uh, we'll go with the first one. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl then. Yes, yeah, sure. It's too many words for me to remember. Oh, it, it, it gets worse from here, my friend. Okay, good. The Kellogg's Cheez-It Bowl... Love that. <laughs> or the Mitsubishi Las Vegas Bowl. Oh, man, the Cheez-It Bowl, for sure. The Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> or the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. New Orleans Bowl. The Academy Sports Texas Bowl or the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl. First Responders Bowl. The Northrop, <laughs> the Northrop Grumman Military Bowl or the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Armed Forces Bowl. The Auto Nation Cure Bowl. Or the Raycom Media Camilla Bowl. <laughs> the Camilla Bowl. And now, we, now, now, now we get weird. Okay. The Elk Grove Village, Illinois, Bahamas Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> or the DXL Frisco Bowl. Uh, the Bahamas Bowl, for sure. Uh, sponsored by the good people in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. <laughs> that just short circuits my brain like nothing ever has. <laughs> Oh man, that is a funny one for sure. Like, okay. I, I, I'm enjoying that. And and this one's my 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 absolute favorite here. The bad boy mowers Gasparilla Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> or the new era pinstripe bowl. Uh, we'll go with the pinstripe bowl. I don't know if you noticed, Bill, but I'm just saying the last one because it's easier I know for you me to remember. You can't remember. <laughs> what happened to the day when it was just the sun bowl, the citrus bowl? You yeah. know, but Dude, anyway, that's super funny. Sponsors, it, sponsors come in and certainly provide a lot of entertainment, though. Yeah. Well, the best part is that you. this is the first time we've done this that you haven't been able to get through it with a straight face. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I don't even know who's paying, playing in the bad boy mowers Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> But you can bet I'm watching. So good on you, bad boy mowers. Good on you. <laughs> That's so fun. Also, good on our good friends at Chameleon Like. We talked about their wonderful focus, how they focus on journals, notebooks, folders. But today we talked about their fabulous gift boxes. They're custom made. And you talk about elevating uh, promotional products and really bringing surprise, delight, and joy to your client. Uh, no better way to do that than to partner up with Chameleon Like. Go over to chameleonlike.com. Pierre and Alex will absolutely be more than happy to help you out. Kirby, I had a good time. I hope you did as well, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.